is the main satellite. The main satellite. You motherfuckers hear that? The main satellite. And I'm gonna let you say what you're saying, but this this is this is where I'm coming from with what I'm saying. So yes, I'm pretty sure it's not just uh lower income families that are pushing this drive. It's now it's all families, right? But it's still the drive. Like out of those families, how many do you think pays for tutoring or has a tutor for their child? A lot of them, because they got money for it now. They didn't have it before. I, I agree not, with you, but and but and then on the second thing, if I guarantee, if we look at how many kids are taking SAT prep versus how many kids are in somebody's camp, you'll see the difference. I agree. You see the difference. I agree with that. It might be a handful of blacks, twenty percent, maybe even thirty-five. But it's not a it's not ninety nine percent like it is with the athletes. I agree, but I mean, but I guess this is my question, though, man. Like, how do we so how do we motivate the kids to look at athletics? I mean, academics the same way they see athletics. Because again, I mean, this goes back to like even the workforce. Like, what are people like? This is where I'm confused. What are people coming out of school work? What are they doing? Most people are content creators of some sort social media, marketing, whatever. Like, what is the new norm for the workforce? So I really see sports and athletic is just a way to keep them busy and keep their idle minds busy in the short term until they figure out what they want to do with their life. I don't see anything wrong with sports. I ain't saying there's something wrong with sports, but what I'm saying is I think, and that's why I kind of link them together. So in other words, the HBCU, focus typically is not as heavy on sports as it is at a non-HBCU that has a, a good athlete, athletic department. For the simple fact of they got, you know, some of them, they have smaller stadiums, smaller whatever, whatever. Hell, I remember when I was in school, most of the games I didn't even go to because I was like, I don't care about that shit because it wasn't, that wasn't my focus. So I'm thinking if Dion would have did more with HBCUs in mind, he could have got more attendance to HBCUs. And then the focus, HBCUs at that point would have made the focus to be on the academics versus on sports. No, I agree. I agree. But I think I think there was. I said, can we both can we all agree that HBCUs were talked about more? by sports analysts because Dion was there than ever before. Like, you never heard people talk about, yeah, so today we're seeing Jackson State University, they, they you know, their premier major is engineering and sciences. Great, great university. Uh, Dion chose to come here and coach with his son. Like, the, that type of conversation was never talked about before. Right, we and, then he, and then he jumped ship and the conversation died. So what do you do, though? That's, 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 that's where the catch-22 is, though. Like, what do you do? What do you do? Do you stay? He proved everything he could prove. He won back to back consecutively, eight and zero in the conference. I mean, what do you what do you do? It depends on, like I said, it depends on what your focus is. If your focus is for yourself, you leave. 
if the focus is to put a bigger spotlight on HBCUs, you stay or go to another HBCU? Yep. That makes a lot of sense. I mean, I, I, I rock with that. But can we tie that to a, a situation in the past where we've seen somebody that stayed too close to the community and they got burned by it? Has that happened to anybody? I mean, the first person that comes to mind is Nipsey Hussle to me. He tried to build up his community. He had programs there. He had money spent in his local community, lost his life. I mean, again, I'm not glorifying rappers or anything like that, but Young Dolph, same situation. He was, he yeah, was but they, not, at the same time, he didn't. I don't I don't believe those individuals cut the ties they needed to cut in order to maintain a safer or healthier lifestyle. Man, that's safe. That's that's a very valid point. That's a very, very valid point. Like young Dolph, same situation. Very, very, very valid point. So but, whether they were actually, you know, doing the things they were talking about, they still were talking about it. So they didn't like if if for example, Snoop. Huh? Nigga called him murder case. <laughs> he cut ties to that type of lifestyle and look at him now. Yeah. So it's possible. But but it goes back to my point earlier. Like you would think Deion Sanders, all that he did for Jackson State University would have the respect of his peers and his and his athletes. Nobody would have robbed him. Like to me, to me, honestly, now this is this this sounds maybe even childish or petty, but if I would have got robbed at this point after all I poured into the school for two years, that might have been a straw for me. That might would have been a straw. The fact that they went into my office and took my belongings, that might would have been a straw to say, you know what, I'm done. I had enough of this program. It's already terrible conditions. I'm putting a lot of money into it, trying to build it up. They're not grateful for what I'm doing. They chose to rob me. They chose to take my kids' money, his wallet, whatever. I'm out. But even, okay, two things. And then I want Mark to jump in on this part. Two things. One, maybe it happened, maybe it didn't. Right? I'm just saying, he that tight. He that tight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He that tight. Yeah, yeah. And the second thing is, even if it did happen, why would you go national about that to make, your, mm -hmm. make the school look even worse? Exactly. Yeah, because that's in-house business. I agree. That, that's in-house business. Exactly. But, that goes, but it goes back to what I'm saying before. I think at that point, he was almost trying to validate his exit. He was trying to say, I did all of this. I poured in all this. And then in my face, y'all slapped me in my face by robbing me or going to my office. I'm done. He needed well, to just need to validate it. That don't, that don't seem suspicious. Because he knew his exit didn't look good to the people. Yeah. Right. So let me come up with this little story. Or even if it did happen, why even put that out there? Man, like Coach said, you ain't sweat. It made the school look real bad. I mean, it, it put a, you know, got people talking about HBCUs, not just that one, but, but all HBCUs, like, in a negative way. So, so answer this question then, Mark. When you go out to eat, I know how important, you know, good dining experience is for you, myself. We talk about it all the time, right? So you go out and get some food, and I patronize after black business. If the food isn't up to your standards, do you do you leave a review? Or you just you 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 tell the chef, hey, you know, this is undercooked, it wasn't done the way I like it. Um, this is my advice. Or do you just take it and don't go back? 
I, 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 I've done all three of those situations or two of those situations. I, 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 but more than likely, I would be like, yo, this is undercooked. Uh, I asked for well done. And, you know, they make another one or I might be like, you know, in another situation, I might be like, damn, this undercooked, but I don't even feel like making a fuss about it because it's going to take a long time for them to bring another one out. So I've done it both ways. And I've, I've written reviews for um, a couple places I got bad service for. Um, Black business? Nah. And, and the reason why I'm asking is because I feel like our obligation, like the way we're holding Dion to the standard, right? In that situation, the way you should handle it is if you're really concerned about the success of that black owned business, you should tell them, hey, this wasn't done up to my spec or my liking. Can you, I want to see you succeed. So this is what you do to change it. Yeah. But but if you want to see the whole house of cards burn and you don't give a shit because you're never going to that restaurant again, yep. I'm going to go online and I'm going to type that review and I'm yep. going to name the waitress. I'm going to name the waitress and I'm going to tell the, <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I'm going to tell the day I came in and I'm going to tell other people not to go there. So I get what you're saying. That's basically in essence what Dion did. Basically, he was like, I was leaving initially for this good. (laughs) I was initially leaving for a good job opportunity. But let me tell you the real reason why I'm leaving. Because if it's like when you talk about the review thing, like if grand opening black business, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh man, this ain't good. Ain't eating here again. I go on the website. They got no reviews. I don't want to be the one that give them that man. Don't go here. This place trash. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. For the simple fact, I'm like, damn. I'll tell them. Maybe they'll get it together. But I'm not gonna have them out there looking crazy just because I feel a certain kind of way. Mm-hmm. Right. No, I understand that. But but let me ask you this: At what point though? Because some of the stuff that I read that took place at Jackson State, the Dion mentioned, at what point, at what point, and again, maybe it shouldn't have been discussed in mixed company. I say this all the time that we have problems we shouldn't talk about in public. But but at what point, though, is this stuff addressed, man? Come on now. Like, like for real, like all I'm saying is when my, when my boy told me his son went to A&T University, I'm just going to put it out there. He went to North Carolina A&T University. And he was supposed to have a college visit. They told him to show up this day at this time. When he got there, it was a miscommunication. This person didn't know he was coming. They weren't aware. They weren't sure. Somebody dropped the ball somewhere. Okay. A black kid, black kid in his own backyard, right? He leaves and goes to a white PWI, you know, predominantly white institution. They roll out the red carpet. They got his picture on billboards. They got his name on the sign. They got kids holding up signs when he's driving down the street. They got a van with his picture on it. Mm-hmm. They send in articles and magazines with his face, his logo, his, his picture, all this on it. We, if we really wanted that type of talent in our backyard, you would treat them like you want that type of talent. That's why the HBCUs keep getting overlooked. I disagree. And the reason I say I disagree I look at it from a standpoint. A&T wanted to make him great. The PWI wanted him to make the school great. 
So yeah, I'm gonna give you the parade, make us look good, win us a championship. Da, 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 da. Hey, welcome to AT. This is what your academics are gonna be. Here's what you're gonna learn here. Here's what we're about. Here's where here's our foundation. That's how I look at it. Well, they have to also, so with that being said, they have to know that they're not gonna get those five star pieces, those, those five star talents. They're just not gonna get it. They're gonna get the guys that was good in high school, middle of the road cats, that just wanna play ball in school. But, be, let's, but let's be real. Let's be real. A number one, uh, what, what's the high schools called? The All Star? Uh, what would you call them? Like about the, the, the division one, mid no, major. Oh, high school. You talking about like four eight? Like a a number one high Man. school All Star high school player? Yeah, 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 yeah. So let's be real. I'm not going to invest in you until I know you're going to stick with me. Mm. Mm. So you're not going to get it. Huh? You're not getting that talent, bro. You're not getting it. You're not getting I'm not going to invest in you because you know what's going to happen? Same thing that happened at Jackson State. I'm bouncing to Colorado. You're not getting that talent, though, man. I'm trying to tell you, you're not going to get it, man. Because because they know they can go somewhere else and get it. They're, they're not gonna. They know somebody else will throw the bag at them. Nil money's coming. They know that. that that's that's the that's the thing though. Like like you said, we got to do more. They got to do more to 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 attract the talent from high school. They got to roll out the red carpet and all that stuff. Like wasn't that what you know? Dion it, he. He's been to the top, to the mountaintop, you know. So he's supposed a person like him is supposed to show them how it's done. How are you supposed to treat these um potential uh athletes that are coming to your school? Like uh, somebody like that is, you know, this is how you do it. This is how you uh get these players and keep them and get more attention for the school. Right. No, I agree. I agree, man. I, I think he it's a missed opportunity. I think Dion could have stuck around and he could have proved this is how you do it. Like you said, he could have said, listen, you got a top tier athlete. You know, they're going to be looking for certain things. This is how you court those guys. This is how you bring the talent in. They want some TV exposure. They want to be seen on the camera. You know what I'm saying? We need to set up some TV games where you can have TV stuff. You know, I get all of that, but I just I really do feel like that dude, Dion, had a lot of weight on his shoulders. He should have tagged a few of his other teammates and said, hey, why don't y'all do what I'm doing? Why don't y'all come out of retirement and do what I'm doing across the country? Yeah. Yeah. Matter because of you fact, can't, because you can't expect matter to fact, make- I, I challenge whoever, uh, Rich Bush, to come and coach the, the other team and, and, and go against me. Or I challenge, you know what I'm saying? Like, whoever. Yeah. That would have yeah. been a better approach. Yeah, he could have did that. Like, you know, tag a tag a Reggie Bush, like you said, like hit up a Ray Lewis or, you know, hit up some of these guys that's in retirement and say, hey, coach this team for a couple of years, man. Build that program back up. Yeah. You know, throw throw a couple, you know, throw some of your money on it. You know, take some money out of, you know, donate to the program, invest in the program. I get that. But I don't know, man. I, I kind of feel like I just don't want him to get a bad rep. Because for one, now, now with the the the, pre- the pressure is he's got to win games now. All the shit that he's talked and all the all the gas that he's poured on this, he got to win games now. 
Yeah, he got to win, period. Like, he got to win, period. Yeah, yeah, he got to win. So, so look, so look at like Cam Newton, for example. Do you, would you say Cam Newton was a bust? No, I wouldn't. Would you say he was dealt a bad hand? Yeah, I agree. I'm from Carolina too. I agree. I totally agree. I feel like his O line didn't block for him. I feel like they allowed him to get hit. I feel like there was some clearly some locker room shit going on. I mean, anytime you let your quarterback get hit that many times in the game, clearly means you don't care about him. You know, you're not trying to protect him. Um, at one point, I got rid of Steve Smith. I agree. I totally agree. She never got rid of Steve Smith. I feel like at one point Cam Newton had been hit more more times than any quarterback in the NFL. Mm-hmm. And then, so I heard Colin Kaepernick trying to make another run. They're trying to bring him to the Jets since Aaron Rodgers got hurt last night. Well, I hope they do. I hope they do too. Like, look at him. So that's what happens. Like when you get out of line. Like I said, I, I keep telling you, like Dion is one thing away from getting blacklisted. Because they want you to be docile. They want you to fall in line. And when I say they, I'm talking about white media, white America, white athletes, the GMs. They like they like the uh, Pat Mahomes. Nah, I disagree. You don't think you, you don't think they would prefer to build a franchise with a Pat Mahomes instead of like a who who some Marshawn Lynch. Loose cannon. Marshawn Lynch. I would say Pat Mahomes over Marshawn Lynch. Shit. <laughs> Damn. So um, would you take would you take Pat Mahomes over over Tom? Well, not Tom Brady. It's a bad example. He's just a he's just a great a better quarterback. Uh, shit, Aaron Rodgers, a healthy Aaron I'm Rodgers. Aaron, Aaron Rodgers. A healthy Aaron Rodgers over Pat Mahomes. Hell yeah. No, I'll take a Pat Mahomes over Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Man, yeah. But Dion would have to win anyway. Like, I don't know what this. How long was the last coach there at, at Colorado? I don't know. I don't know how long the last coach was there, but I just know the record was trash. They've never won. They were never good. They were never in the conversation. Like nobody went to Colorado games. They said the average ticket price for Colorado games are five hundred dollars a ticket. So Currently. what I'm saying, huh? Currently. Currently, right now, the average ticket for Colorado football games is $500 a ticket. They said in the past, before this year, people didn't even go to the games. So not only – they call it the prime effect, and I know y'all hate that shit, but basically because he's there, he's enhancing everything he touches. It's almost like a symbiotic relationship. Everywhere he is, he improves the current conditions of the environment he's in. Hmm. I wouldn't say that. Why would you not? I mean, I'm not saying I'm not saying he's not a winner. I think for Colorado, the ticket sales went up because black people started watching Colorado football. What? Yeah. Yeah. Bro, he got he got celebrities on the sidelines. Mm-hmm. Gilly the kid, he got Gilly the kid and all these TV people like Stephen Stephen A. Smith and 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 uh Shea Sharp flying. Flying private jets to get to the game, bro. What were they? Were they at those games when he was coaching high school? No, they were at the games when he was coaching Jackson State. Yeah. So 
it really has nothing to do about Dion and the prime. They weren't there at the beginning of Jackson State season. Nope. They were all there for him for him. And the coach, the new coach at Jackson State said all these players before were here for for, for Deion Smith. Deion I mean, uh, he said De Deion Sanders. He said they were all here for Deion Sanders. He said all the players. He said, so when all those 77 players left the university, they left because they were there for Dion. He said, I want to put my new imprint on all the, I mean, all these new kids that I brought in. The new coach brought in 77. Dion took out 86. I, I said that wrong. New coach brought in 77 new players. He kept 11 all state players they, or all conference players that he had before. And so he's trying to build the program back up. He said, he's putting a different philosophy. He said, you're not going to see a lot of me. He said, because I want to re really focus on the kids. The new coach. The new coach said that. He said, I That's what it's supposed to be. Yeah. So he said, I want to focus more on the kids. That's so he's trying to build, he's trying to build on that momentum with Jackson State. I think they're gonna, I think they're in good hands, though. I think I think Dion left them better than they were. Nah. The last coach at Colorado was there for two years. The coach before that was there for only one year. The coach before that was there for five years. The coach before that was there for one year. So based on the last three coaches, uh, I'll just say three coaches because the last one was there two years. The one before that was there only one year. Let's back on the last two coaches. Yes, Dion has to win because he's going to be shown the door just like these the, the, the previous two <laughs> coaches. If he don't win. They're going to get him out of there quick. Yeah, they don't get him out of there quick if he don't win. But I think it's a movement. It's a movement, though, man. But then wouldn't that make a movement with the PWIs? Wouldn't that make the black coach look worse? Isn't it more of a risk for the black mm -hmm. community if he loses? It's got a lot. Yeah, it's got a lot. Yeah, it does. It's got a lot riding on it because it shows that. He couldn't get it done. And if he wins, do, do you think that'll have a high a spotlight on black coaches or just on Colorado and Dion? Oh, no. It's, it's Dion and black people, black culture. It shows that we have arrived. We can do this job. There's no more question or not. Can he Can a black dude run? The, no, that, that just goes to show. It's, it's just like. When black coach, that's what I'm saying. He's not the Jackie Robinson. Damn, Sean. Ain't. No, the he's Steelers not. Got, the Steelers got a black coach that won the Super Bowl, bruh. I know that, but what I'm no, saying is that, that's not the question. Can black coaches do it? That's what I'm saying. What question I'm is, saying can is, can Deion Sanders do it with you know his inexperience and flash? That's the question. That's the, whole, that's the question. Black. All right, so I guess my thing is, can somebody that colorful with his antics, with an unorthodox style, can he win? But that's the question. Yeah, so far, it's, it's, it's worked so far. So so this is my question. If he wins at this level, my opinion, if he wins at this level and they have a winning season, do you stay or do you go ahead and, and take that job as an NFL Oh, give a damn now, shit. He ain't had no HBCU no more. He can go on to the NFL. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I don't care now. What do you say, Wayne? Same thing. I don't give a fuck where he go. I don't care if he win or lose. I'm not rooting against him. I'm not a fan of who he is as, as an individual and how he's making his moves. 
So you're not rooting against them. So be, be honest. There wouldn't be a, a, a twinge, a small twinge of satisfaction if he loses. Hmm. Hmm. Because him losing is going to be do more damage to the black community. That's the whole point I'm making. We got somebody. We got a, we got a horse that we can ride. But him winning a- is not going to do more good for the black community. That's what I'm saying. It's all, it's only right. it's only affecting him. Him winning is only benefiting him. It's benefiting him and it's benefiting Colorado for damn sure. What's a, right. uh, what's his name? You know who I'm thinking about. Old buddy with a big ass eyes. What's his name? With the um Stillers. You talking about Mike Tomlin? Yeah. Yeah. Where was the black people rallying then? <laughs> when he was winning? I'm just saying that everybody I'm, become a Steelers fan. No, but I've I've had a lot no, of shop exactly. talk about it. But it's exactly. been a lot of, but there's been a lot of shop talk about how he has been the model. This is the thing. He's been the model coach. Polished, no scandal, just like President Obama. And if you notice, and this is the thing you gotta be interested, this thing's interesting. If you notice for us to be really like super successful for long periods of time, there can't be any scandal. We gotta be real clean, above board. When you get interviewed, make sure you say the right thing in the interview. Don't talk too much about yourself. Talk about the team. Everybody. About... But but that's what I'm saying. So like the second that you got a Tupac. Or the second that you've got uh, somebody who's just a little bit too much bravado on the microphone, there you go. They get killed. They get. They gotta get you out of here. Look at look at MLK. MLK. Look at look at look at look at uh, uh, Malcolm X. You cannot be too threatening, and that's what Dion said. He said, "Don't people don't like Dion because he's threatening. They want him to be humble. They want him to be whitewashed. They want him to be, you know, you know, we just." We're just glad to be here on this stage, this platform. You know, we're just hoping and grateful that we can make it to, you know, each game, we're just taking it one game at a time. You know, it's about the kids, you know, really trying to build their opportunities. You know, that's what they want to hear. They don't want to hear, we're here, we're coming. We no longer No, my here. thing is, you the coach. Why the fuck are you the starters of the team? <laughs> that don't make sense to me. He's bringing the star power with a man. Because, because look, half of America is just like you. Half of America is just like you. you no, okay. You make... So tell me this. Tell me this. So, do you think Coach K is probably the best, or if not one of the best, basketball coaches in college history of all time? One of the best, if not num- if not number three. Yes. Of Does all he time. need star power? No. But when he walks in, it's like a rock star walks in the building. But th- does he need star power? No, he don't need it at all. Does he did he have a, a chance to coach in the NBA? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He coached the Olympics that when they right. won. But what but where did he stay? He's now <laughs> he, he no no that's a very 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 good point. He stayed right there. Exactly. Right there. Right there. Because that's where it counts, because it won't about him. But see, you gotta understand, you're not gonna have if you take 10 coach K's, how many of them are gonna plant their roots and stay in Carolina or, or plant their roots and stay at the university? Dean, Dean Smith. Exactly. Dean Smith, Coach K. Bobby Knight. Bobby Knight. Calipari. Uh, some people just love coaching college kids. Some people don't want to don't want to deal. You know what Coach K said? He said he did not want to deal with the attitudes of the prima donnas of the NBA. He didn't want to do it. In the Olympics, though. 
He dealt with him. And, and if you watch, um, if you watch the Redeem team, he says that he can only deal with them through the Olympics. That's the only way he can deal with them. He said, I'm not dealing with them any other way. He said, I do not want to coach at the next level. All I'm saying is, I just feel like when it comes to black people, and the reason why I'm so passionate about this is because I deal with the shit in, in corporate America. You grow your hair, you grow your hair out too long. Someone makes a comment. Grow your beard out too long. Your little goatee. Somebody said something about that. You grow your little mustache, or now you know now beards and sideburns are starting to become appropriate in corporate America. Well, I mean, I just feel like we have so many standards placed on us, man. When we got somebody that's breaking the rules, breaking all the social norms. I'm pushing them, man. I'm I'm rocking with them. Fuck them. But that's, how how many how many see white CEOs do you see with long shaggy hair? That's what I'm about to say. That that kind of standard applies to everybody in corporate. Exactly. Media. You are you are supposed to be a leader in a certain capacity. You are supposed to have a certain amount of character that you portray that is showing that you are willing to be a part of that bigger picture. And it's not just about you. And and the 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 thing about him having so many naysayers and people wanting to see him fail and all this other kind of stuff that you were just mentioning, like like he's breaking these rules. They don't want to see him do this. They don't want to hear him say that and all this other kind of stuff. All that stuff is is manufactured. It's. It's manufactured. It's not necessarily true. Like, of course, like people are gonna question. So people are gonna be like, um, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, do you act like you won the fucking Super Bowl or something? The way you talking, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. <laughs> right. of course, somebody gonna be like, two games. Yeah, somebody gonna be like, okay, calm down. It's only one game, one or two games. Like. I don't know, like this, that kind of stuff is manufactured. I, I believe like him after the first game when he singled some reporter out and he was like, no, do you believe? And dude was like, what are you talking about? Pretty much. He, <laughs> he was like, See, you don't believe? Like, I think that was manufactured as well. Like yeah, you ain't like that. You ain't like that at all, did you? Because it's it I it seemed phony. It seemed fake. It works. It works. It works. It worked for him. You know, it worked. But I don't think that many people want to see him fail the way that he uh, right. talk. No, that ain't, ain't that many people. Uh, you know, yeah, of course, there's some racists that want to see him fail. But I don't think that many people want to see him fail as, as, as he be talking that. I don't give a damn. It's manufactured. It's a way to rally people. Mm -hmm. well, so, so, what if he, so what if he's using that, excuse me, as fuel in the tank for the guys in the locker room? You know, like you said, manufacturing is these fake haters, these fake, you know, this the, world, fake, the world is against them, against right. them. Yeah. So, yeah, it worked. Because it worked. Think about it. Are they winning for the team or are they winning for coach? I'll be honest with you. Sometimes winning for the coach is all it takes. Sometimes you can got put it this way. Sometimes you got kids. Like I looked at a couple of kids in the locker room. Be real with you. One of the videos, a couple of those kids, I was like, I don't know if this is what you call top talent right here. What I'm looking at. A couple of them kids was a little suspect. They didn't quite look like Division One, like mid-major, top-tier talent. So I'm looking at it. I'm like, 
he's really trying to muster up some some deep deep stuff. Like so, in other words, what I'm saying is he's trying to make these guys run through a brick wall. If y'all play sports, and you probably know, like there's some kids that you went to school with, they probably weren't that good, but the coach can motivate them enough to make them run through a brick wall for him. So I think really what be honest with you, man, this shit it's a it's a show. It's a show. And we know that. Like Dion in his personal life is probably not quite like this. Every day. Maybe not. I hope not. Because I wouldn't want to yeah. wake up and start, I wouldn't I wouldn't want to wake up to my dad like that every day. But uh if I was his son, but all I'm trying to say is I just think part of it, like you said, Mark, it is a show. And I think some of it is him trying to rally his troops. It's his style, his coaching style. Because what happens when that shit, that energy fades and they start losing? Because once you start losing, it's hard to stop. Yeah. So I don't know, man. I just think he better ride this shit as long as he can because it's going to be a long season. And when them L's start coming and them critics start coming, it's going to make it hard to sleep at night for a guy like him. I just think it, a, a lot of like, you know, like I said before, if you ain't planning, you ain't scamming. <laughs> <laughs> like, his his son, his son is good, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He, he was that good. He didn't just become that good this year, correct? Right. Dion had the influence and or money to get him in a D1 school on a team, correct? Absolutely. So how did he end up at Jackson State? Because all right, so I can answer that. I can. That's easy. That's easy. There was a time period about three years ago where all the top five star kids were saying, "I'm gonna shake up the world." Here's all my hats laying out. I got Clemson, Alabama, Auburn. I've got all the top tier schools. But guess what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna blow everybody's mind. I'm gonna take. A, I'm gonna pick an HBCU because at one point, Mikey Mikey Williams was looking at going to HBCU. The basketball player, he was looking about, he was thinking about going. So all the top players are saying, we're going to shake up the sports world and we're going to just go to HBCU route. Well, so that's why. Well, well, basketball is a little bit different than football because you get more exposure with basketball for the simple fact that people can see your face. Right. So what I'm saying is, even if that was five years ago, he wasn't, he didn't pick his college five years ago. He chose I'm to go thinking Dion said, you know what? Go to this HBCU. I'm gonna come there and coach. We're gonna win this thing. And then I'm gonna take us to the next level. And da 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 da. I think he planned it all. That's you know what? I'm I'm hundred percent with you. It was all chess, but my this is my question. What's wrong with the strategy? Was it a bad idea? It was when you sacrifice what you sacrifice for your own personal reasons of the Sanders name, yeah. But tell me this, is it so this is a really good question. Is it considered collateral is it considered collateral damage when when you left whatever you left is in better shape or had more money or increased in exposure is is it considered collateral damage if you left it in better shape than where it was when you started? No, but it's bigger than just that one school, though. I, I think some. 
I don't know what that is. I think sometimes the collateral damage can be so great that it'll make people regret that you came. But I think in this situation with Dion, I don't think anybody at Jackson State, and there might be a handful of people, I don't think many people at Jackson State would say, I wish Deion Sanders would have never came to our school. I mean, I agree, man. So I, I guess the point I'm the guess the point I'm making is I think the collateral damage in the situation actually turned out to be a blessing for a lot of people. Did it? What you think? What you think? What you think? What you think, Mark? Yeah, yeah, maybe for Jackson, but what about what about the other schools? What about what about the what about the reputation of those, you know, as a as a whole HBCUs? The way to make it is to, is to get into go to these big schools. That's that's how you're gonna get it. That's how you're gonna get it, like Dion and his and his son. You gotta get in big schools. Yeah, that's true. Cause cause it's got me looking at it differently now. And I'm just a uh, innocent bystander. I mean, I'm just a parent, a, you know, just a regular person in the street, civilian. So I'm looking at it like, damn, I didn't think they would steal from their own coach, their own people. The dude who put two and a half million or three million into the school. Ain't nobody stealing that shit, man. That nigga lying. <laughs> Fuck that shit, man. You don't think nobody steal that shit? Ain't nobody stealing it. Hell no. Hell no. They ain't take his car keys. Go joy riding. Ain't none of that shit happened, man. No. Come on now. That 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 uh dream that me and a lot of others were hoping to see of HBCUs getting top talent from high schools instead of you know all these PWIs getting all the talent. Mm-hmm. That, that's fade. That, that that's that's faded faded now. Like I don't think. Yep. It's gonna- I don't think it's gonna ever happen. Nah, like that, that 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 movement has been pushed further back. Yep. Or the SWAC or the MEAC being nationally televised every week. Yep. But see, you know what I think though, man. Honestly, I think kids like Tariq Cohen, who just got picked up by the Panthers. I think when he gets a free minute, he he should make it his mission to say, "Hey, look at me. Look at how things worked out for me. I got my start at A and T." North Carolina Anti-State University. Shit, he's 5'5", five, 5'6". Five, five, I'm an undersized football player. And I got drafted. And I got drafted from HBCU. I defied many odds to get to this point. But I got he came, started. Go he can't make that kind of statement until he get a couple of championships, though. Shit, nah. He can make that statement now, bro. Just to get really? to the league? Just to get to the league? He ain't got that respect. He won't. I right. I never heard it. Right. never heard it, but. You never heard of three. Think, so, so if you, you Google, think high schoolers look up to? Well, if you Google, I know what you're saying, but if you Google the, just Google the human joystick. They call it oh, the human joystick. Hey, <laughs> Pause. <laughs> look, no, seriously, seriously, seriously. Hey, that's wild. That's crazy. Man. <laughs> no, that's, no, seriously. That was seriously. crazy. That was All crazy. <laughs> Google the All human joystick. joystick. <laughs> they call hey, that's them, crazy. No, man, for real. They called him the human joystick because it's basically like they. they on the field, he was like a video game. Hey, that's, that's wild. They, could, they couldn't tackle him, man. For real. thought of another name. Didn't they? They us up. No, his nickname was a human joystick. For real. That don't even make sense. They couldn't tackle him, bro. Um, but you could put your hands on a joystick. The joy, it was like...
next time on the main satellite. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right, fellas. All right, good night, bro. Take it easy, bro. All right. All right.